The Pat Kenny Show. With the Jaguar E-Pace. Beautiful by design and dynamic to drive. Delivering performance that is unmistakably Jaguar. This is News Talk. Animal welfare is an important societal issue, but is it enough to change the way people vote? Compared to issues like the homeless crisis, human health, it may be seen as a lower priority for many, but there are others who take it very seriously indeed. Now, I'm joined by uh, Pete Wedderburn, Pete the Vet. Pete, uh, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. So you think... You should bear this in mind when you're talking to the candidates and deciding which way to vote. Absolutely. I think you should, when people come to your doorstep, you should raise animal welfare with them and gauge their support. And in doing that, you'll actually raise the profile of these issues and your vote does make a difference. And so if you vote for parties that that have said in their manifestos, we're going to help animal welfare, then... Ireland will gradually change on that front. Yeah. Now, we have done some things. I mean, we've banned mm-hmm. the use of wild animals in circuses. That's right. We've, we've banned fur farming. That's very positive. They've introduced dog breeding legislation, which has gradually been modified and improved over the years. Because um, the puppy farms are still there. They're still there, but, but the legislation is gradually being tightened. It was introduced at a relatively low level, and the, 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 the um, twists are gradually being made to make it more effective. Now, these are things that we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, what needs to be done? What else do we need? Well, I would put it down to, I suppose, two categories. First of all, areas where money needs to be spent, and that's difficult because there's so much competition for resources. But the second area is, if you like, cultural change in the ways of thinking. So where money needs to be spent, it's not new legislation, it's actually better enforcement of existing legislation. We have a, a good Animal Health and Welfare Act, but it's not enforced properly. Um, we have compulsory microchipping of dogs, but it's not enforced. Um, and so there's a number of different areas like that. So better enforcement is a big deal. I think also increased financial support for animal welfare charities would be very helpful. Um, at the moment, the government gives about just under 3 million every year shared out between animal charities. At the same time, it gives over 16 million to the greyhound industry. And you have to ask, why is that skewed, especially in view of the RTE revelations about what's going on with some greyhound stuff? Now, the, the sentences that are handed down for animal cruelty, are they adequate? No, not at all. And uh, the ISPCA has been calling for some sort of sentencing guidelines on, on this to to make a proper deterrent for people to, so that um, responsible pet care is enforced. And that's so people are a bit frightened of, of going wrong, so therefore they're more likely to behave. So improve, better in, sentencing is really important. Now, we do have a live export uh, mm-hmm. business, and we know the Greens are against that completely. They want mm-hmm. it banned. Um, you would say that it's what happens at the other end should be our concern. I, I think that at the moment the primary concern would be um, when animals, live animals are exported to countries outside of the EU, then they're no longer within EU controls on their welfare. And there's serious questions about that. I mean, I think ideally animals should be slaughtered as close as possible to their place of production. Um, but stopping export to non-EU countries would be a very good start. Now, what about hunting? Uh, I mean, well, we have yeah. drag hunting, which doesn't involve any cruelty to animals. Well, there's no problem there. And then you have uh, the hunting of, of stags and you've got, um, I suppose, fox hunting is still on the go. It is in this country. Um, I mean, hunting wild mammals with hounds is, is, is banned in Scotland, England, Wales. And, uh, you know, many people would see it as cruel and outdated and it should be banned here. Um, different 
um, parties take different approaches to that. Um, people make their own choice, but I think you should raise it as an issue. Indeed, as you should raise the issue of coursing live hares, those hares get terrified. And we saw, again, some exposure of what was stuff that was yeah. going on behind the scenes with coursing. And, you know, I think there's questions there to be asked. And, and of course, in certain constituencies, if you came out against hair coursing, you wouldn't get elected either. Well, that's, yeah. that, that's the real politic of this, isn't it? That you, you have to... But at the same time, people who care about animals have to make their voice heard. And at least if 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 those views don't become mainstream government, at least if they can influence mainstream government, then that's a step forwards. Now, there is actually a party for animal welfare and mm-hmm. uh, they have a candidate running. They do. Ted Cronin is running as an independent um, candidate for animal welfare in Kerry. Um, and they're having a, a, actually a protest against the Grace Seal Coal on the 1st of February in Dingle as well. So this is a nationwide, it's not a rural-urban divide. Na- nationwide, people are concerned about animals. And I think that the, the people, they need to activate their voices and make themselves heard. Talk to people when they come to your doorstep yeah. about animal welfare. And, and finally, this cruelty to humans and particularly <laughs> self-inflicted cruelty. And, and you're about to do something like that. Yeah, this is a crazy race I'm doing tomorrow night. It's the Art O'Neill Challenge. It's a 53-kilometre race that leaves Dublin. 53 kilometres. 50, it's 10, 11 kilometres longer than a, than a marathon and it's half of it is on the road as you run south from Dublin Castle to, to the suburbs and then you go up into the Dublin Mountains and you run across the Dublin Wicklow Mountains to Glenmalure and you start at midnight so you finish sometime between probably 7 in the morning and 10 in the morning wow. when you're ready for breakfast. I'm doing that with three friends, Eamon, Connor and Mark and we're raising money for a, a blind triathlete who is trying to get to the, um, the Paralympic Games this summer in Tokyo. And if anybody feels they'd like to support us in this madness, please go to the Pete the Vet Facebook page and you'll see a link to our GoFundMe page. Very good. Pete Weatherburn, Pete the Vet, thank you very much. And Pete is going to answer all your questions on Facebook Live. So all you have to do is log on to facebook.com forward slash FM, and in a few moments' time, you'll find Pete the Vet in residence. That's all we have time for. If you want to hear more from the show, download the new News Talk app. My thanks to the team, producer Owen Brennan, Researchers John Casey, Sheaf from Queen and Paul Byrne, broadcast assistant Amber Kane, Cormac McDonough on sound. But next up is Lunchtime Live today with Susan Keogh.